Welcome to Revitalize Kindness, where we give perspective to what kindness can look like in our culture today. Kindness is still present in our daily lives, however, it is becoming more and more difficult to see. Ultimately, kindness has the power not only to change a life, but the world. Please join Dave Weaver as he talks about how when our culture and kindness collide, it can be a very Welcome to Revitalized Kindness Podcast, where we believe that kindness has the power to change the world. I'm your host, Dave Weaver, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. This is episode number eight, and it is entitled, Mobilize Your Superpower. So what is this all about? We did post on the Facebook uh, business page just recently. Um, Let me find it real quick. Yeah, we posted this little girl who has a, looks like a superhero uniform or outfit on. And it says, so you want to be a superhero? Find out how. So we're going to find out how we can all be uh, superheroes. Um, So this should be interesting. So what is it? What is it that we have that can make us superheroes to the world and save the world, if you will? Um. And superheroes comes in different forms, and we all know different ones, uh, different powers. There's telepathy. There's super speed, like the Flash. There's you know, you know, uh, strength, like the Hulk, who has this superhuman strength, and you can fly. There's just so many different things that come up in our mind when we think about superheroes. And what is that? Um, see, I believe that words we choose can have an adverse effect on our lives and the lives of others. Or also, I think words can build up a person, and and this is what we'll be exploring this time on the episode. Because I really think that words that we use or that we choose can have power over people, all right? And they can do some horrific things and again, they have the power to either bring them up or to take them down. And so I think we're going to be looking at that as a superhero power, if you will, because, our, again, I think it's just such a great force that we have right here at the end of our, you know, with our lips and our tongue. And when you get those things into action sometimes, some things can come out and that are just not good. So we were going to be looking at that. We also look at some, what I'm calling superpower quotes that I think will inspire us. And in addition, we will look at some last words from a few well-known people. And in contrast, we are going to take a look at a couple people from some of our most recent news that we've had. Well, not I'll say most recent, but within a month or two so. Some fairly recent events, and um, to some people that did not get to say a farewell. So we'll look at a couple people that you may have heard about through the news. First, let's do this. Um, Let's just start digging in this and thinking through this by looking at a couple articles. Everything that we're talking about on the podcast today, it has a link if it's an article um, that I want you to read further. 
And, you know, of course, you can do that by choice, but I'm just offering that. So you can look at the full article and and check that out for yourself. The first article is titled Words Have Power. So um, I'll read a little bit from that, just a tiny, just a few lines. And I quote from the article, Words cannot change reality, but they can change how people perceive reality. Words create filters through which people view the world around them. A single word can make the difference between liking a person and disliking that person. So from this article, we can see just from these few lines that the words have a tremendous power and effect on people. And again, remember that, you know, just... A single word, as the article says, can make a difference between the way if somebody likes you or whether they don't like you. Um, and so I think this is a big deal. All right. Secondly, another article. Let's look at this real quick. And the title of this article is Your Words Have Impact. So think before you speak. Now, this is the article and the link is for entrepreneur.com and a couple lines from this article say simply put language holds massive colossal power to manifest change whether it's good or bad words we speak is an emotional potency each word that we use can have a colossal impact A word from a manager or boss may at first glance seem inconsequential, but never think of words as inconsequential. Instead, think of them as powerful. Words can build up or tear down. They can motivate or discourage. And that's the end of that article, or at least the part we're going to read today on the podcast but just take a look at it for yourself. And um, I think these are some things we really need to think about, especially this day and time. We need more words that can build up than tear down. But we've got a lot of words, unfortunately. If we look at social media and if we look at the bigger picture with media, um, the news networks, And the way that the political sphere of our world works, we see that there's a lot of tearing down. And these things don't motivate us. These things make us angry. They make us bitter. They divide. So we now got to be very careful about these things. And again, there's so much going on today that I really think um, in, in so many ways, began with words. And so we just just know the power that is there with those and how they can change how they can change the world quite frankly. So here's a couple quotes that I'm considering um superpower of words well, actually I've got quotes about the superpower of words. So these are And again, we're considering words as a superpower. So here's just a few thoughts on that, Um, just maybe to give us a little bit more insight. 
in terms of what we're talking about today. Now, a couple of these are from unknown authors, but do have some familiar ones mixed in there as well. First thought that I've got here, quote, and it's actually, this is one of the unknowns. It says, be careful with your words. Once they are said, they can only be forgiven and not forgotten. All right. It's a good word of advice. No pun intended. Um, Then you got Mother Teresa who said once kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. Endless, excuse me. I really like that one. That's just to say that maybe it's not so hard to say a nice thing, but sometimes those nice things can go a long way. Um, John Keaton uh, once said, no matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. And I will give John Keaton a high five on that one because that is what we believe. And we talk about revitalizing kindness. We talk about creating a kindness culture. And so I really think, and as you can tell so far, as we're looking at this, um, it is a very important component into doing those things, into creating a kindness culture, to building community, and just a simply revitalized kindness in our world. And that's something that we need. I don't think we understand how much we need that. And maybe we do. But again, that's why we want to share um, the podcast or any of the posts that we have on our Facebook business page. So we can kind of get the word out there and just get people talking about it. We need conversation. Um, there are a couple of proverbs that I actually pulled out because these were really good in terms of thinking about how we talk to each other. Um now, this is from the Christian Bible. Um, this is part of my faith, so I wanted to include these. These are important to me, and hopefully they'll be important to you. Proverbs 15.1 says this, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up another. I think that's so true. You know, anytime I read this quote, I always think about customer service. I worked in customer service for many years, 20-plus years, and uh, some of that in leadership um, surrounding customer, you know, dealing with customer service and um, quite a few different industries as well. And one thing that you learn in customer service is that when you have somebody that's irate on the other side of the phone and they are yelling at you, that you kind of keep your voice lower than theirs and you don't match theirs because then the, everything just becomes, it, it can get out of control if you're both going at it like that. And so if you keep your voice down below theirs, eventually they'll meet your voice. Um, they're going to run out of steam at the very least. At least most people will. So, again, just to say, a soft answer can turn away wrath. Very wise words. Another proverb, too, that I just thought had some some nice um, nice imagery, if you will, says this, and this is Proverbs 16.4, which says, Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. Now, one more quote. I'm going to give you this because I think this one's just as important, and it really sums up kind of where we're at with all of this, if you, if you will. Um, this quote is by Betty Eady. 
if I'm pronouncing that correct. E-A-D-I-E. That's Betty Edie. Um, and this is what she says. If we understand the power of our thoughts, we would guard them more closely. If we understood the awesome power of our words, we would prefer silence to almost anything negative. In our thoughts and words, we create our own weakness and our own strengths. Our limitations and joys begin in our hearts, and we can always replace negative with positive. Nice word. Very nice word, and a good one to end on. And again, that one just kind of, I think, really encompasses well where we're going with this and, and how we're, you know, and how we're just thinking through this. Because um, I like that that line there. We would prefer silence to almost anything negative. And I think that is a word that we really need to listen to and and own today. We need to have ownership over that part of this, this quote uh, by Betty Edie. Because sometimes I think silence would be much better um, in so many cases. Um, but sometimes silence is not the thing that we need. And so, but when we think about uh, this next segment in the podcast, we're going to look at last words of some famous people. And then we're going to look at, in contrast to that, a couple people that did not get a chance for their last words, unfortunately. Um, all right, so we got a couple last words, and what we're talking about here is some recordings or some records of people that um, who have passed away, some famous and some maybe more famous than I'm even aware of, just quite frankly. Um, you may recognize some of these names here. And I got three examples, but these are people that have passed and these are records of or what is recorded as their last words. First one is Charles Gusman, who was a television scriptwriter, and his last words were, and now a word from our sponsor. And I don't know if that's how Charles Gusman sounds, but thought that would be fun. Anyway, um, then we got George Harrison, maybe more, maybe a more familiar name. Definitely connected with the Beatles. Um, he was a singer and I believe a songwriter and producer as well. His last words, as recorded here, are love one another. And last but not least, we have William James, who was a psychologist, and these were his words. These then are my last words to you. Be not afraid of life. Believe that life is worth living, and your belief will help create the fact. That is some great last words. Um, and this brings us, honestly, to the last of the show, which we're talking about a couple, and these are these are a couple protesters that we've had recent, and recent um, news probably within a month or two ago. I think maybe some of this broke, these stories broke in June if I'm not mistaken, but you can look these up as I'll give you the name of the um, people involved here. But you had one incident that um, it was a shooting victim who 
was identified as Tyler Girth at age 27 um, of Louisville. And Mr. Girth was a photographer who had frequented the protests that he was um, covering and, and documented them with his camera for weeks. So he'd been doing this for a while. And then all of a sudden, one day, a, a, a gunman shows up, starts firing in the air, and I think from what I'm seeing and heard on the news, there was some return fire, and then the gun, the gunman that came into this or came onto the scene, then um, turned his weapon onto others, and then, of course, that's when Tyler Girth got hit, unfortunately, and it was a fatal hit by the weapon that the shooter had. Um, but Tyler never had a chance to give his last words. He never had a chance to say goodbye to this family, and I just think that's really sad. Um, he also had a sweet girl named Summer Taylor. Don't know her age, but I know she was a younger girl, probably in her 20s, I believe. And this came out of Seattle. Um, there had been protests. This was one of the highway protests. And I think they said in the news that it was the 19th night of it in that particular area. But then a car came through the crowd and plowed through them and, um, and it was past a blocked off area, but hit Taylor, or excuse me, hit Summer Taylor and killed her. And again, she was there doing what she believed in, you know, what she believed to be right. And I don't, I don't want to say she was killed for that because I didn't honestly, I didn't honestly read the article to see if this was a total accident. Um, but it just seems senseless, regardless. Um, she's no longer here. She didn't get the the chance to say her last words, to say goodbye to friends, say good to say goodbye to family. So either way, just a very, very sad situation where sometimes we gotta we gotta remember, um, or we just gotta think that sometimes we we may not have an opportunity to talk to people again. Um, and, you know, we don't want to think like that on a day to day because it, I, I guess it's kind of morbid to think that way. Well, this might be my last day, so I'm going to be nice to everybody. Um, but gosh, it, you know, it kind of makes you think though. And I think it really hits home when it's somebody, you know, and that's that, that this kind of thing happens to. And I was looking at a list of, you know, the, the last words of people, um, and I think I've got this link for you, too. This is the last link that we'll have today. Um, this is from Psychology Today. Um, it's from an article of Understanding Grief, and then it had a collection of last words in that article. Um, and at the very end of the article, though, there's something that I think really sums up not only kind of kind of take us from thinking about those protesters, their deaths, so it takes us, it kind of bridges this over, and but it gives us four good final thoughts, I believe, as we as we begin to conclude this particular podcast. And here I'll quote this part of the article, and it goes like this. Perhaps the best advice for all of us as we prepare to die is not to wait until the end to say what is important to us and for others. 
Dr. Ira Bayek, states that there are four things we should say to others, not only as we are dying, but throughout our lives. And here's the four things that it lists in the article. Number one, please forgive me. And number two, we got I forgive you. Number three, thank you. And last but not least, I love you. So I think it's really important to think through. Um, I hope you check these articles out and read them. And just think through this as we go through our day or go through our week. Um, just how, well, how impactful words are. Um, how they can change people's lives. You know, again, we we started the article talking about mobilizing your superpower. So take it somewhere. Be ready. Move that kindness outside your general area or your general zone and take it. Take it to other places. Take it to other people. Take it online, if you will. Please take it online because, as we know, social media, a lot of times, is just not a very friendly place. So I'm going to challenge each and every one of you this week to let's create a kindness culture and let's start with the words that we choose. In all of us, in our hearts, there's love and light that we must realize we need to feel. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Revitalized Kindness. Please also join us on Facebook business page. We do have a link for that one. Um, we're also, you can find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Please help us to build a kindness community as we work towards building a kindness culture. And remember, don't desensitize, revitalize. Until next time, keep it kind. I really like kindness because it helps people. <laughs>